into the conversation. Hey, uh, this is the E-Gathering Podcast. Uh, we get together weekly. Uh, this is Rick Coop. Yes. And I am Todd Brown. Uh, we get together weekly and we have a conversation. Uh, this the, the idea behind this conversation is just to talk about matters of our faith, uh, matters of our religion, uh, and we hope to fill a hole uh, that we feel like we saw where folks um, very often want to tell you that you're doing it wrong uh, or want to tell you that they're doing it right. Yeah. Uh, and we just want to have a conversation. Um, and we hope you'll join us as we talk through these things. So this week, uh, we're going to be talking about an odd thing, uh, to, I think, as categories go. Um, but it's fellowship, this idea of mm-hmm. fellowship. Um, and... Is that an important thing? Well, I think it is, Todd, because I think that there's like, and I want to use a like a phrase here, um, but I think ingrained in all of us is a uh, a long to uh, a longing to belong. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. Um, I think that inside each one of us, um, we I think we were created to connect with each other. Yeah. In the creation story, God says, it is not good for man to be alone. Right. God knows. I think that people might desire to be close to their friends or family, and that's it. They might uh, want to be a part of a church or an organization. Uh, they might be want to be a part of a, a team. Uh, they might, you know, the military might be a good fit for them where it's part of a team concept. Uh, or they attach to their co-workers. Um, I, I think that even it, the people who have been perverted by some mental illness or social, social maladjustment, um, there's still some part of them that wants to belong. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I, I read a thing from a guy named Scott Bond. He's a PhD. It was in Psychology Today. It says, um, because uh, soci- sociopathy appears to be learned rather than innate, sociopaths are capable of empathy or forming an emotional connection with others, but only to certain individuals such as family members or friends or only under certain circumstances. So it, it seems that even people who may have sociopathic tendencies, they still want to belong. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that's a part of our makeup. And, and it's like you said in Genesis 2.18, uh, it's not good for man to be alone. It's not good for man to be alone. Mm-hmm. Um, now, does that mean I don't like alone times? I'm like you. When I used to go out in the woods and hunt, I I liked those times. Those yeah. were decomposing or de- decomposing. Decomposing. I was decompo- yes. <laughs> de- decompression times for me. Yeah. Um, times when I just could breathe and didn't have to think about anything but being out there. Uh, loved it. But if I was to be honest with myself and with others... I, I, I need people. Even those times. So hunting is an individual sport, generally mm-hmm. speaking. But even those times, there's something incredibly... Uh, what's the word I'm looking for? 
fulfilling, uh, completing is a good word, I think. Something that makes you feel complete or fulfilled when you're uh, when you're at hunting camp. Mm, mm -hmm. So when you're with a group of people who yeah. are going and doing that, and they come back to that spot and they talk yeah. about today, I saw thus and such and so and so, and I noticed that they're moving over here and these yeah. things. You know, I think. Um, uh, and then to get into the whole man-woman thing, but to, I think guys are wired to go on those hunting trips and be together in a group. They go out. I, I agree and, with and, you. And they, they, men are so singularly focused. Mm -hmm. There's that old joke about you see the there's a man and you see one set of railroad tracks. <laughs> It's going somewhere, and then you see a woman, and you see the tracks with all the the different ways that are going. And women are capable of focusing on so many other things, and but men seem to be we're going to do, and it's from that hunting. I'm like, okay, you watch that, I'll watch this, and then we'll get together and we'll compare notes and do this thing. But even though it's very individual, it's it is at its culmination at hunting camp when we're all Two together. Two things I want to add to that. I know what you're talking about hunting camp. I never experienced hunting camp, but I used to duck and goose hunt. Fishing trip. We went yeah. on a fishing trip right. together. Um, um, with the duck and goose hunt, there was a time when I was out in a field with seven of us in yeah. our layout blinds. And we're talking and, you know, having a good time. And, and somebody would say, okay, Here's, here's some coming, you know, and so we'd all get in our blinds and, or, you know, cover up and be talking. And then you'd hear somebody say, get them, boys. Yeah. And yeah. we'd all pop out. And there was something cool about that. Yeah. Just being there together. Just being in that gathering, doing yeah. something. But it can be, it can be being at work. Sure. Um, I've yeah. said there's nothing... Uh, there, we all want to gripe and complain at work when we have to pull an all-nighter or we have yeah. to work the whole weekend do an inventory or or there's some problem that's come up and we got to fix it and we yeah. all have to stay till we get it fixed. Um, we all hate that. But when you walk out of that building and you did the thing together as, as a, a group, yeah. it's so... Yeah. Those are those chest out, feeling right, Everything's right with the world moments, yeah. right? Um, I want to go back to also the train track thing with guys. Yeah. This is the way I feel about it. Men used to be the hunter gatherers. Yeah. You know, it the is hunters. hard to think about. I need to put nails in those shingles when you're killing a bear. Right. Yes. You best be focusing. Yeah. On the bear. On the bear. Yeah. Um, whereas the generally the wife at home was the, the taking care of the brood you know yeah. i got to watch and i think we complement each other those two kids yeah. and get the meal ready yeah and work with the rest of the yeah. crew who is here back at camp on what we're going to be doing for getting those skins right. dried and 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 whereas whereas a guy is like okay if this, I'm up so, on a roof. so much of this goes back to the woods. Yeah. If you're in the woods, if you're hunting for deer, and it may be repugnant to some people, but if you're in the woods and you're hunting for deer, um, and you don't pay attention, three deer could have walked through the woods with you and yeah. you didn't even know they were there. They don't make noise. 
Right. So, unless you happen to have a crunchy fall day, you better pay attention. You have to be focused on what you're doing. I think about it like if I'm on a roof and it has a very high pitch, mm-hmm. then I'm not thinking about what I'm going to fix for dinner. I'm thinking about fixing these shingles and making sure I don't slip. Yeah. So, I, but but it, to me, that's the compliment of men and women. Yeah. We're, that's why we're made to be together and be one. Yeah. We complement each other for who we are. Um, a perfect example for me is I have a daughter and she is very talented in certain things. She has a husband who is very talented in certain things. But there are things that my daughter is not talented in and there are things that her husband is not talented in. And when they come together, they're talented in many things. Yeah. And, and I... I see them, they are my illustration to how we complement each other as men and women, and it has nothing to do with fellowship today, but but I, I think that I, is I fellowship. Don't, yeah, but I don't like I don't like how men will I'm not big on this, I don't do it. I think it's I think it's degrading. But I, I don't like I won't you'll see me walk away from a group of men who will start talking bad about their wives. Mm, yeah. I don't like the same thing when women start talking about their husbands yeah. or men. Um, and I will walk away from it in a heartbeat in that, um, well, then you, you, you knew this person, mm-hmm. you know. So, yeah. Um, and, and you're right. It does have a lot to do with fellowship. Yeah. It, it has... We're made to be together. Where we are made to work as a crew, to work better together. In fact, yeah. that that may be one of the things that separates us. Mm-hmm. So, um, from a from a Christian perspective, from our right. religion perspective, I think that it's fair to say that. Fellowship, there's a, 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 a the fellowship concept came from a, a, a fellow by the name of Francis Chan. Yeah. Um, and and we we've been known to follow along with him on some of his basic concepts, and one of them is fellowship. But um, the, the premise being from him that. Um, Jesus' ministry, if we're followers of Jesus, mm-hmm. and that's what we are. I like I prefer that to Christian, but Christian's quick and gets to the point. But as followers of Jesus, emulators of Jesus, Jesus' ministry was a ministry of fellowship. And mm-hmm. no, so when someone says, I can be a Christian and not go to church, I can be a Christian and not be with other Christians and follow with other Christians and do with other Christians, it, it, that's that's um, a misguided statement. I don't want to say it in, in a crueler way. It's a misguided statement. If you follow Jesus, if you are a follower of Jesus, which means you are emulating Jesus, Christian meaning is a pejorative term that meant baby Christians or little mm-hmm. Christians or mm-hmm. little Christs. Little Christs. If you are a follower of Jesus, then you can't look at his ministry 
and say that it was possible in uh, as an individual sport, if you will, mm -hmm. that you could mm -hmm. just be a, you could just be a Christian all by yourself and not interact with people and not be involved with other people. Mm -hmm. It's just not that's not what you're doing. You may be doing something else that's nice and fine, but you're not following Jesus right. and what he did. I absolutely agree. Everything that he did was about um, being together with others, whether it's uh, sharing a meal, uh, whether it's uh, somebody's healing or uh, sharing the word with others. Everything that he did had to do with us being together in one accord, in one fellowship, in whatever term you want to use. Mm -hmm. uh, it had to do with us being together. You, you talked about uh, Francis Chan, and I happened to watch the video where he was talking about there was this gang member. Mm -hmm. And the gang member um, went to church and... Um, got saved and started, yeah. you know, being there, but felt like the church didn't accept him uh, for who he was and it gra gradually began to fall away from the church. And somebody in the church saw him later on and said, hey, you know, where you been? And the guy mentioned that the gang was doing it better. In the gang, he felt like he belonged, like he was in a family like he um, was a part of something and did not feel like that in a church. And I think it's a testimony to we need to be accepting each other and loving each other and being a part of each other and having fellowship with each other. And um, I just read something that a former pastor here uh, put on his um, Facebook page. Um, and I, you and I both know this guy, and he's got a great heart. But he was talking about um, the the church itself and being a place of fellowship, and and the need for us to be uh, a part of each other. I, I want to read to you what it actually says here, um, because I saved it. Um, when we go to church, it was uh, if we if we were just a bunch of ragamuffin Jesus followers, mm -hmm. just a hodgepodge group uh, gathering around a table, trying to love God and love our neighbors. Um, that talk that talks about fellowship. Talks about just being hanging out together. Yeah. And. I think sometimes we miss it in the church, uh, and, and people miss it by saying, well, I don't have to go to church to be a Christian. Yeah, that, okay, but you can't be, I, I don't, I, I have to say, you won't find the strength that you did, or that you could, being with others. I, my experience, mm -hmm. And reading of scripture tells me that Jesus himself walked with other men and women, men and women, and that they 
shared their faith. They shared their meals. They shared their boat. They shared their work. They shared their everything. Um, they shared their money. Mm-hmm. They shared everything they had. <clears throat> and it may be too simplistic to say, but I don't understand how I can, how I think I can do it without others when he couldn't do it without mm-hmm. others. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, it doesn't mean he w- didn't go and spend time alone because clearly over and over again, he did go and spend some time alone and get re-energized yeah. and spend time with the father. But I, um, but to think that I can do it by myself is not just to me, is not just I don't, I'm trying to say this without sounding judgy if you try to do this by yourself you're not just you're not just being a bold individual who says I believe in God Mm -hmm. I believe in Jesus Christ and so I am saved and I move forward um what you're doing is you're missing the mission. You don't understand. Mm-hmm. You're just not, you're missing the mission. Jesus, uh, Jesus, as he's leaving his apostles the last time and disciples the last time, he says, he gives them a job and he says, um, go and make disciples of all nations baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. Mm-hmm. This is, the, this is we, we Christians call it the Great uh, Commission, right? So, how was, were they supposed to do that? Mm-hmm. Well, the way that they're supposed to do that is the way that he'd been doing it with them all this time. Yeah. He went out and was among the people with others with him. Mm-hmm. He selected 12 men over time, but there were women who followed along with them and paid the bills and took care of them and were with them the whole time because that was their role at that point. Yeah. Right. But he made, he made friends and were among people. He made enemies and was among people. He fed the, the hungry. He clothed the naked. He healed the sick. Yep. He, visited those who were um, lost their ever-loving mind out in the middle of a, yeah. of a graveyard and went and was with them. Um, so, no, I, I guess... Uh, and each of those men had their contributing factor. Each of them had their thing they were good yep. at or not good at. Yep. Um, uh, they, they all went together. Mm-hmm. They, and when they were sent out, they went not by themselves. They went with others. In pairs. And, and, and a word groups. I'm going to use is, if you think that you can do this by yourself, it's, it, it's dangerous. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't mind using that word, uh, and I hope it causes some alarm. To be by yourself, uh, to try to do this, can be a dangerous thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, I always refer back to the scripture... I believe it's in Proverbs, and help me out if it's not. Um, iron sharpens iron. Yeah. Um, again, we're, we're meant to be together. We're meant to bounce things off of each other. 
Uh, you and I bounce stuff off each other all the time. And there are times when I know that we both kind of have an idea that we know what the answer is. But it's nice to check it out with somebody. Yeah. You know, am, am I going the right way? Am I not going the right way? What do you What do you see? Yeah. Um, there, I want to ask you, because I know you're into um, old, old words. Um, I want to ask you your opinion about this. There, there's a word called ecclesia. Mm-hmm. And the, the term ecclesia is often translated today as the word church. And mm-hmm. for a lot of people, when you talk about church, you're bringing up, you, you, you're thinking about a building, mm-hmm. you know, some brick and mortar, mm-hmm. something, someplace. But it means more. It, it, the ecclesia really means like an assembly. Mm-hmm. The gathering, a, a gathering. That's the, exactly the, the translation exactly. is the gathering, right? Mm-hmm. And I think that maybe for me that's kind of where it was missed. Uh, it's not just fellowshipping at the church; it's fellowshipping our whole lives as Christians. You and I have, and I wish that everyone did. This is what I, my prayer for all Christians. You and I have a group of people, empty nesters, people yes. who are our age group, yeah. from many different walks of life. But our common thing is we all, all of our kids have moved, mm-hmm. and we're we're couples who are together um, still, and some not couples, some single folks together with us. Who are who have common things in mind, mm-hmm. um, but we go to ball games together. We go eat pizza together. We go get ready to go on a luminary walk. We together. go on a walk, a luminary walk. We go shopping. We go to different events, and not everybody makes it to every event. Mm-hmm. Um, but we we live life together. So what is the value? Why is that an essential part of Christianity to me? And the reason that that's an essential part of Christianity to me is that if I know how Rick feels about anchovies on his pizza, then a part of his life often enough to also know how Rick feels about his daughters Mm -hmm. and his wife. And, And I know enough to be a part of when he's hurt and when he's going through a, a thing and I know when it's my place to look at Rick and say Rick come on bud come up out of that pit or mm-hmm. I know um, when I know Rick well enough to know what his reaction is going to be when I call him and tell him that I'm in a pit mm-hmm. or I know if, if you aren't a part of each other's daily life if you aren't a part of each other's group um, if you don't have somebody in that position then you can get down in a pit and not be able to get back up out because there's no one there to lift you. The other thing you can do is you can get up on the top of a hill and think you are all of that in a bag of chips. Um, You can get so far stretched above who you really are. There's nobody there to help you come back down. Mm -hmm. Um, And you can make a mess. Um, because there's no one there to be a part of your life and help guide you back. So for me, the gathering, 
is about, um, as again, I go back to we're Nazarenes, so we have potlucks. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, and, and, and again, I'll, I'll, I'll borrow from brother Chan, um, as he talked about this idea of, uh, to him fellowship was when we all met in the fellowship hall and we all had, um, a, a pitch in yeah. and then that was it. And then you went home and you weren't a part of each other's lives. You, that is not the gathering. Right. Uh, when, no. When Jesus talks to Peter and he says, uh, and it's in Matthew 16, 18, Jesus looks at, at Peter and he says uh, that uh, you are Peter and, and, and on this rock, you are the rock, and on this rock I will build my church. And he says, and I will build my church and the gates of Hades will not overcome it. What he says, and this is one of the biggest arguments I have with Bible translators. I don't know how on earth we got to a point where they can get so fussy about translating everything a particular way. Mm-hmm. And this one word that is so crucial and important yep. became the church, the which church. which means to most people means the building. Whereas if they had translated it to what it, the literal translation is, the gathering. If you read that again, it says, and I will build my yes. gathering. And the gates of hell will not stand yeah. against it. Now, I want people to know, we're not changing the scripture. We're not no. changing words. We're using the original word in what we believe is the original content. And if you've listened to me yeah. any at all, then you know that I do not I do not like it when a preacher decides he yeah. needs to go back and translate a word in Greek yep. uh, uh, 80 different ways. You know, that, yeah. that shouldn't be your whole sermon. Right. But I will argue in this case... That means something completely different, it, doesn't it? If it I does. say, and, I, and on this rock I will build my gathering, and the gates of hell will not stand against it. Yeah. And, and so, when we are a gathering, in this building and out of this building, when we are a gathering of people, then if I, and as I said, I've said over and over again, if I called Mike DePago, one of the guys in our gathering, if I called Mike and I said, Mike, I need you, get over here now and hung the phone up, Mike would be there. Mm-hmm. I, I, I don't need to worry. The gates of hell would not stand against my brothers in that group. Mm-hmm. And some of us are closer and some of us are not as close. But we have a tie that goes back to Jesus on mm-hmm. my gathering. Yep. Jesus gathering is built. Yeah. You know, we if we are tied together through this deeper thing, you know. Um, there may be things that a brother in, in Christ says that I think are tasteless and shouldn't have been said. There may be a thing that a sister in Christ believes that I think is awkward and weird and and shouldn't be a part of that. Um, and there's stupid stuff I have in my head and do in, in my life. But you put us all together. Mm-hmm. And the gates of hell would not stand yep. against it. Then he put us all together. Yep. Uh, Todd, I think that's an excellent point. Um, and I want to use it uh, even more to say there, there's a safety in numbers mm-hmm. uh, kind of a concept. I, I want to go to John chapter 17 verses 21 through 23 and I'm going to read it out of the New King James. Yep. 
um, that they may be one Mm -hmm. as you, Father, are in me and I in you, that they may be also one in us, that the world may know that uh, believe that you sent me, and the glory which you give me I have given to them, that they may be one as we are one, I in them, you in me, that they may be perfect in one, that the world may know that you have sent me and have loved them as you love me. And what does all of that mean to me? That means to me that there is a, a binding there, a, a, a mixture of how God wants us to be. Christ, He in Christ, Christ in Him, and us it tied in with that. Yeah. And God and Jesus and the Holy Spirit are one, and I believe that as much as possible, God wants that for us too. Jesus prayed that they may be one as you, Father, are in me and I in you. That they may be one, mm-hmm. gathered mm-hmm. together. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's, it, there's to me, it's comforting to know that, that I'm not alone. And there are times that I've felt very alone. Um, but I need to be reminded that I'm not alone, that I'm not um, an individual who has no one. Yeah, for, for where two or three are gathered in my name, yeah. there I am among them. It's obvious to me that the Lord wanted all of those who believe in him, no matter what skin tone, no matter what region of the earth, no matter what age or gender or status, that he wanted us all to be in fellowship with him and with each other, uh, to be in one accord. And you know as well as I do that in Acts chapter 2, there's a perfect illustration of what happened after you know that everybody was getting saved and this big thing was happening. And it talks about in Acts chapter 2 how... They all became one, mm-hmm. and they were, you know, giving to everyone. They had everything they had, in common. Yeah, giving to those that, you know, whatever their need was, they were giving it to them, and that they continued to break bread together. Yeah. Um, that to me, now, as I was thinking about some of this and, and, and writing some of this down, a thought occurred to me, and there's going to be people who may be listening that this thought may occur to them. So if we start talking about having everything on one accord and giving to everybody as they have need and having everything in common, um, is that communism? Well, let me say this. There are things in this whole world that human beings have done that I believe that are a plan of the Lord. However, there are also things in this whole world that human beings have done that have perverted what the Lord has wanted. Do I believe us being in communion with each other, in fellowship with each other, having everything in common would be a good thing? Yes, I do. But there are ways that's been perverted. Mm-hmm. Um, do I believe that there are things in the good old USA that are great and wonderful? I absolutely do. Yep. 
Have there been things in the good old USA that have been perverted? Yes, indeed. Yeah. Um, so, anyway, that's kind of where I'm at with the with this. Um, I believe it would be great if we all had things. My daughter says, Dad, I wish we didn't have money. Yeah. I wish we still had the barter system mm -hmm. where I have things that you might need and you have things that, um, you know, that I might need and, and we can just, uh, we'll share them mm -hmm. together. And, and I, I think she has a point here. I think... Outside of the, again, I want to keep going back to this thing. Outside of the frame of Jesus Christ. Outside of the frame of yeah. Jesus Christ. Yeah, I like how you say this that, This breaks Tom. down very quickly. There's, to, um, there's, uh, you know that, you know that I come from not a Christian world, not a Christian mm -hmm. worldview, Christian culture. I come from human culture. Mm -hmm. But there are many, many truths in human culture, uh, from uh, George Carlin to Mel Brooks yeah. um, to uh, Dietrich Bonhoeffer to the most holy people. The, the, there are great truths being told. And there's a movie called Men in Black, and in it, uh, the, um, the main character is introduced to the fact that this world is full of aliens <laughs> that we don't even know are here. Yeah. Um, and that they come here to hide on purpose because we have this group, the men in black, who help them um, to be safe from the evil stuff going on. And as... One of the people in this group, the men in black, is trying to explain to the main character why the world hasn't known about the fact that all these aliens are around. The main character says, yeah, but people are basically good and, and, want, the right, and want the right thing. And the, the K, the, the representative of, men in, of the men in black group says, come on, you know that's not true. He said, a person is good. People are scary, sketchy creatures <laughs> when you get them in together in a group. So I will say this. If we don't base our fellowship in Christ, yeah. if we don't base our fellowship in Christ, we get things like Nazi Germany. Yes. If we don't base our fellowship in Christ, we get things like uh, Pol Pot. Uh, and we get things like the Mao cultural revolution we get we take what sounds good on paper from Christ and from the birth of the church they all had all things in common mm -hmm. if we don't base that in Christ if we don't base that on this basic premise and I came to believe in a power much higher than I yes. if we don't base it in that then the object always comes back to I. Um, if we say, so why doesn't the idea of, of so this is not a political rant. This is a human rant. I got you. Um, if we, why, 
there's nothing more, there's nothing on the surface more Christian than to say, why don't we all just throw all of our stuff in the middle and give everybody an equal portion and walk away? The reason that that doesn't work is because at some point, some people are just fine to take what you give them and then come back for more tomorrow without putting any effort into it or doing anything of that sort. Whereas in a Christian frame, we all have different talents and different abilities and different ways of getting through and doing and taking care of. And if we share of what we have based on being allowed to still be Rick, Todd, Susie and Joanne, then, then we can continue to move forward. But the, but the moment that we shut down, because Rick does a really good job of providing for all of us, then that's no longer in the Christian frame. Yeah. When we all, we all make effort and move forward. Um, then we're in, we're in a good spot. And the only way that that works is not um, for us to just throw everything in the middle and, and take because... Anyway, that's not the frame. The frame is, notice that they all had different, they all had different talents and different abilities. Yeah. If we read that book, if we read that Acts, it says, Acts 2, 42-47, it says, they devoted themselves to the apostles' teachings and to the fellowship um, There's the key to to fellowship, to the breaking of bread, and to prayer. If we leave sentence one out, yes, from here we're communists. Um, everyone was filled with awe at the many wonders and signs performed by the apostles. All the believers were all together and had everything in common. It doesn't mean they agreed on everything. It means right. that they shared their resources. Right. Um, every day they continued to meet together in the. In the temple courts, they broke bread in their homes and ate together with glad and sincere hearts, praising God and enjoying the favor of all the people. <clears throat> and the Lord added to their number daily those who were being saved. But even in 46, they worshiped together at the temple each day. Yeah. What was the first thing that happened? The very first sentence that you read. Yeah. What was the first thing that yeah. this is all done in Christ? Right. It has to in be Christ. in the frame. In the frame of what's going on when we, yeah. when we, when we try to take it as humans and do a human version of this, then we, then we're no longer. It's no longer about this higher power. It's yeah. no longer about this thing yeah. that is greater than us. This common goal to move forward for this thing because we're all broken yeah everyone is broken and falls short of the glory of god it reminds me of the a little skit that carlin did george carlin did where he was talking about um, people are people you know i mean i'm mm -hmm. paraphrasing all this but people are people and everybody wants to get more stuff. Their stuff, yeah. And then you know, place to put And then we stuff build a and, yeah. bigger house so yeah. we can have yeah. more stuff. And then we build a garage and 
and then eventually we go out and we rent this, you know, the, this extra garage out there some way or some. And the reason we do it is because we get more stuff. Yeah. And that's where we lose the content. That's where we lose the Christian frame, the yeah. the, the Jesus frame. Yeah. We'll call it, um, because there are people who just want to gather more stuff. Yeah. And it, but in the context of the Jesus frame, it's not about gathering stuff. It's about everybody taking care of everybody. It's yeah, about take this, care of each other. This fellowship yeah. thing, where we're loving on each other yeah. and living in it with each other. It's there's a. Um, there's a, uh, a gentleman who wrote a book about uh, courageous leadership, and he was talking about his church, and he said that he had super wealthy people who started coming to his church. <clears throat> and they heard things like, sell everything that you have and follow me. <clears throat> and they felt threatened by that. How can I be a part of what you're doing I'm not a pastor I'm not a theologian mm-hmm. I'm not I'm not good at soup kitchens I'm not good at loving on people in those ways I'm not good at those things what I'm good at is this thing over here and this thing over here is making a lot of resources and what the pastor said to the to those to the that person a wealthy person he says you're good at that so for me to tell you to stop doing that and come do this mm-hmm. would be to say, burn your talent and come and do my talent. And he said, what I need you to do is to keep doing that in mm-hmm. the frame of Jesus Christ. Love your people. Be good to your people. Be overly generous with the people that you employ and the people that you take care of. Mm-hmm. Do that and give the resources that you get to the church and to the other people who are good yeah. at feeding the naked, or feeding the naked, feeding the hungry, feed the naked, <laughs> clothe the hungry. Yeah. They won't understand, but just go with it. <laughs> you you give over generously to those who are feeding the hungry and clothing the naked yeah. and visiting the, the imprisoned. You let them do what they do. You take care of them. All right. Yeah. Well, they might mess it up. They're just going to take my money. That's on them. Yeah. Jesus says, give to all who ask. And let me worry about. You're doing what you're supposed side, to do. Right? He'll so, worry about what's done. Yep. Dude, I know that this is, this is I, as I say things, there's like little holes that I see people pointing out. But let Jesus sort that out. Yeah. But don't ask the guy who's really good at making widgets for the Watsit and tell him, you need to stop making widgets for the Watsit. And come over here and and work in the soup kitchen. No. If you're good at that, be good to be in the Christian frame where you're at. Don't. That's what you do, man. Be good at that. Yeah. Um, but here's the problem. At some point, yes, I believe in my heart, at some point, God's going to call you to come out of that and go do something else. Yeah. Don't get ahead of the game. Right. Right. Just do what you do and take care of the, uh, the people. Christian frame. Be in the frame. 
Right, and, and we, we talk about that Christian frame. I, I want to see if this illustration fits. It comes out of Hebrews 10, fits mm-hmm. a, a, a describing the Christian frame, mm-hmm. okay? Mm-hmm. Uh, Hebrews 10, 23 through 25, Let us hold tightly without wavering to the hope we affirm, for God can be trusted to keep his promise. Let us think, I love this part, let us think of ways to motivate one another mm-hmm. to acts of love and good works. Mm-hmm. Let us think of ways to motivate one another mm-hmm. to acts of love and good works. Let us not neglect meeting together as some do, but encourage one another, especially now that the day of his returning, his return is drawing near. Think of ways, ways to motivate one another. Um, does that fit in the frame? Uh, yeah. How of what do you're... I motivate? How do I motivate you? Mm-hmm. If I don't know you. Yeah. If I didn't go to to a house where we went together with friends and have hot dogs and pulled pork and macaroni and cheese yeah. and somebody's awesome tray leche cake, what's yeah. that got to do with Jesus? How do I know how to motivate you? Yeah. If I didn't sit and talk to you about your daughter and what's going on in her life, how mm-hmm. do I know how to motivate you if I don't know you? Right. If I'm not in fellowship with you, how right. can we? I love that. It's a came. Yeah. Let us consider how we might, another translation, how we might spur one another towards spur love, toward love, uh, and yeah. good deeds. Yeah. How do I know how to do that? I can't legislate that. I can't mm-hmm. make you do that. No, I can't sir. beat you with, to do that. God didn't do that. God gave you the keys to the whole thing. But in relationship with him, then you can. he knows how to move you forward. In relationship with each other, mm-hmm. we can move each other forward. How do we... Um, you know, how, how do I spur you on? How do I think of ways to motivate you? Yeah. And this is where so much of Without when humans, you. humans try to do it outside of the frame of, of yep. Christ, there's no motivation that will, other than motivating you to do something because it's good for you, Mm-mm. that's going to break down. We all have to believe that there's a bigger reason. Yeah. And that's the point. That's the thing, Todd. It has this fellowship, as we read earlier on in the scriptures. Father, as I am, I am in you, and you are in me. I pray that you know they understand that we're in them too. That they that they know that we're all together. That they may all be one, as you, Father, are in me, and I in you that they may also be one in us, that the world may know and believe that you sent me. So what Jesus is saying is it starts here. This fellowship starts here, knowing that we are one together. It is important. It's something I think just strikes me because I'm thinking, I'm talking about our empty nester group. Yeah. And why is that an important piece? I think I have... I think I have value to my old gray-headed, gray-bearded, 61-year-old, had a heart attack self, mm-hmm. has things to offer a 20-something with pink hair mm-hmm. and 
platform shoes. Uh, and I think they have something to offer me. Absolutely. But I also think that it's disingenuous to say that they're going to want to be with me all the time and that I'm going to understand their issues with the world and their joys in the world and that they're going to understand mine. Mm-hmm. There are those who are, who I have to, we need to recognize that there's, that, that fellowship involves gathering with those who are not like us mm-hmm. and gathering with those who are like us. We, there's yep. a strength yep. Yep. in, there's a strength in the fact that I understand what it means to talk to my daughter when she's five hours from my house on the Chicago over or Skyway when her car is failing and I hear her crying because she's so scared and I'm so scared for her and I want to go help her. There's a strength in you and me talking about that because you know what it would be like Mm -hmm. to have your baby girl who's in her 20s or 30s at that point on a skyway and you can't touch her and help her. We understand Mm -hmm. that in a way that someone who's in their 20s would not even grasp. They don't even understand what we're talking about. But they, but that person in their 20s or their teens understands something that you and I don't grasp anymore the way we used to grasp. Um, there's a camaraderie in having a gathering of, of common people, and, and, and people who have things in common, and a gathering of people who don't have things in common. And we have to, we have to do that. We have to do both, but there. But I want to encourage people that you need a gathering of people with a common thread. Yeah, and that common thread for me is Christ. Always, that you has know, to be part of all of it. Um, I, you know me, I I don't have any problem talking with people that I meet out on the street. Mm-hmm. Um, I want to hear their story. I want to know what's going on with them. I, I'm interested in them. Um, and, and the reason is because there have been so many people that even though, um, you, you know, Mary and I travel, mm-hmm. um, there have been people I have met in other countries, and suddenly I find out that even though they don't look like me, they don't talk like me, they don't dress like me, they're from a different country that's 600 miles away. But the common thread is we're both both believers in Jesus Christ. Mm-hmm. And we start talking about that. And we start talking about our faith and, and who we are. And, and then that relationship now is like seven years old where we still talk to each other and still are in communication five, six, seven times a year where we just wish each other happy birthday and, you know, I'm praying for you or they're praying for us or thank you for what you said, you know, um, I guess the Netherlands and Bonaire are more than 600 miles away, but still. We're friends with these people because of that common theme. We're within the Jesus frame. Right. 
um, and someday we'll be together, you know, for for eternity. There's a there, and and I think that kind of puts a, a nice cap on where we're at. There's a there's a difference between evangelism and fellowship. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Although, yeah. although comfort and strengthening and evangelizing, in a sense, happens in fellowship. Mm-hmm. What we're talking about is a need is is a need to have a fellowship with those who are fellow believers. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it is that that is that deeper that that deeper thing where we're talking about gathering, as you read, gathering strength from and encouraging and spurring on mm-hmm. each other. In our faith, um, um, yeah. And guys, um, we call this e gathering because we want it to be something where we appreciate you listening to our conversation, but we want you to share your thoughts too. Yeah, it's a it's a gathering of people who have. You always say whether you like it or dislike it or share your thoughts. And yeah. I'll leave it, you know, to you for the, the close, but yeah. we call it the gathering because we want it to be a gathering of thought. Yeah. Uh, not that we think we're right about everything, not that we think we've got it all figured out and like you said, we need to listen to you, you need to listen to us and we'll get you on the right path, but because no. we're sharing our thoughts yeah. about particular things and we'd like you to gather with us, to connect with us, to talk with us yeah. and share your thoughts too. If you like it, hit the like button. That helps us. It does. If you uh, want to know when we do this again, subscribe or follow. That really does help us to grow in our faith. We believe that our mission is mm-hmm. uh, to gather as a group um, all over the world and, and uh, in our yeah. community and to build a community here. Um, if you don't have a local church family if you don't I want to encourage you to go and go sit yeah. with those people from for for us the idea of, yeah. of the gathering of of, of um, Jesus I will build the, my church on this I will build my church is I will build my gathering um, if you tell me that you can't find a group of people uh, that you can walk alongside. I argue that you haven't really tried a whole lot, um, or that you you're maybe being a little too fussy. Uh, yeah. Go yeah. find a group of people, sit with them, eat some pizza, uh, listen to the word. Um, church is not a group of people sitting in a room looking at one man talking about what he believes. Uh, that's part of being together as a group that is part of the gathering do not forsake the gathering but the gathering is uh, hugging each other feeding each other loving on each other crying with each other talking with each other throughout a week it's just not Wednesday and Sunday and and uh, watch it podcast it's mm-hmm. it's being a part of each other's lives right? yep. so we hope Absolutely. you'll be a part of our lives Comment if you have a thought. Um, come and gather with us. Find a local church. This is yes. not church. Um, this is to encourage you to find a group of people that you can go feed people with, that you can go clothe people with, that you can love each other through. So, 
You guys, uh, thank you for joining us. Thank you for yeah. stopping your life yeah, for a few minutes um, and listening. Uh, please participate. Let us know. Love you. Take care. Bye. Bye. Thank you.